Suspend your disbelief. Let yourself be led down a path into the world of the paranormal, where ghosts, shadow people, cryptids, aliens, and all things supernatural dominate. Immerse yourself in a dimension of ominous trepidation with your hosts, Dan, Danny, and Rachel. Welcome to the Phantom Faction Podcast. Welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction Podcast, live and on location. I guess we're not live live, but we're together live. We are yes. together live, yes. Right. We, yeah. yeah, we haven't done a show together no. in a long time. It's been Zoom. Yes. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom meetings. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You guys look different when you're not in a square. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You're always square. Oh, and we never kind of post the video of, of it, but... Because I have a face for radio, so <laughs> yes. that's why we do that. The, that men, are, the men are hideous. <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, we're we live and on location. By the way, I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm Rachel. And uh, we are on location. Dan, maybe you can tell us a little bit about this so place. So we're in the tiny, blink and you miss it, hamlet of Salem, Ontario. And this is the headquarters of uh, Twisted Tees Merch. And if anybody orders a t-shirt, a Phantom Faction t-shirt, hint, hint, Christmas is coming soon. Mm -hmm. This is where it comes from. And Daryl and his wife, Boo, which which is Mm -hmm. a great name for Halloween, uh, have put together this huge haunted uh, attraction for free for everybody that wants to come. The first weekend, which was last weekend, they had uh, over 600 people come through. Uh, the front lawn has been turned into a graveyard and a crematorium, and they've got animatronic uh, go- it's incredible. Uh, it's uh, witches amazing. and zombies, mm-hmm. and they've built an actual haunted house on the front lawn, mm-hmm. and you might be able to hear some of the screaming coming <laughs> from yeah. behind me from outside, because we're, we're, we're in Daryl's uh, uh, print shop right now, wow. just because it's so damp outside and it's a little bit noisy. But uh, yeah, it's it's a really cool thing that he's done for the community, and mm-hmm. and I hope that he does it next year. Yeah, and uh, and then we'll we'll come back next year. Darn oh, right. yeah, for we'll sure. post some photos too, so our yeah, listeners can. I've already posted some photos, it. but we'll do some others as well. And I have been going around asking uh, some of the vendors and some of the visitors if they have any personal ghost stories to tell. Mm-hmm. And I found a victim. She and found us. She I found think. us. <laughs> yeah. The universe brought us together, right? <laughs> right. And uh, we have Lindsay, mm-hmm. who lives in Salem, like population, what, 12? <laughs> so you're like the 11th person. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, if you'd like to tell your story, that would be great. Yeah. I live in Salem. And I live just up the road from Daryl and Boo. When I moved into my house about eight and a half years ago, purchasing it, it was a private sale, so there were no realtors involved or anything. And the daughter of the lady that built the house was living there, and her mom had passed away. So she was selling the house, and she we were walking through, and there was a set of chimes at the back door on the inside of the door. And she said, oh, yeah, that's kind of like weird but you just have to leave the chimes because um if you take them down then the books all fly off the shelf and I was like oh (laughs) okay all right so we'll just leave the chimes up and they were not pretty chimes but she said I don't know they've just always been there since the house was built it was and she waited till you signed on the dotted line before she told you that yeah she did (laughs) she didn't let us know until the end and i probably wouldn't have cared because i'm open to that stuff yeah so she said every time i've taken the chimes down the books just fly off the shelf and there's a ghost and it doesn't really like it and she didn't tell us who the ghost was or anything so anyway she we moved in and she was gone and I thought well you know we'll try this we took the bookshelf down but left the chimes up and I had just had a baby in August and you know was up in the middle of the night and I walked down the stairs into this back room where the chimes were and I got to the bottom of the stairs and I just froze 
which was, you know, not a normal thing to happen in the middle of the night. I thought, oh my God, there's some, some spirit is in here and, or some ghost. And I, I don't know what to do. So I stood there and I got real strong and I was like, you need to leave now. You're not welcome here. And so I, you know, was told the spirit that they don't need to stay that we're going to be fine we'll take care of your house it's going to be fine and we had this conversation i had a conversation (laughs) and then how did you know that there was a spirit there did you see something like an outline of a person or was um no i didn't see anything but i just felt it I could just feel this presence of, you know, it's like when there's somebody standing behind you or, you know, somebody's beside you staring at you and you can just feel them (laughs) looking at you. So, um, anyways, that's... So is this, uh, you said the house is fairly new though. Yeah. But it has a history of the land, I guess. Yeah, so on just... In front of my house is a barn. It's the original barn for the house next door. So the house next door is the original family farm. So in Salem, there were, I I think, four or five farms. And the original houses exist most of the time. And then, you know, they just built up. But, yeah, the barn that I have on my property, it's, it's a little bit... You know, there's, it's a little bit weird and a little bit creepy. No, no, I'm just up the hill that way. Um, But I also own a business in Salem in like the only building that's in Salem (laughs) is an old, uh, you know, 1800 schoolhouse. Uh, And it's a beautiful old building. But um, I have another story about that building where the one room so just a back story is no business has lasted more than like two years in that building and um so you know i thought i can do this i can (laughs) i can make a business go so uh, maybe it's the nature of the business that goes in there and you know certain Mm -hmm. businesses just don't fly in salem but um Anyway, so the one room in the back was a storage room, and it was creepy, very, very creepy. And to get to the basement is a trap door, and you have to go down, and it's like stone. And yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. And even like, and then beyond that is another really creepy back room that you know I've just shoved things back there but I had an employee who Dead bodies, that sort of thing. yeah yeah <laughs> right no I don't do yeah. that I'll get that building yeah. <laughs> so I had an employee who would go you know like the garbage and stuff would be kept in the back room and she's like I'm I can't go back there anymore like I'm not doing that every time I open that door I just feel something and it's not cool so I'm not I just can't do that anymore and I was like okay that's that's fine I guess I'll you know <laughs> whatever um but uh but based on that you had someone come in to do a clearing right? I did yes so I felt that you well, know you must have felt that there was something in there as well I felt there was something so every time you opened the one door to go into the next area it was always like really cold and you know just really weird feeling and it was like where the, with that, aren't we, the yes. stairwell goes upstairs um so i decided to rent upstairs as well and it was a beautiful yoga studio um but before i opened the yoga studio i had somebody come in and do a clearing and so it was just her and i and i said like there's some there's a spirit in here there's a ghost and I think that she just like walks up and down the stairs maybe and in this like creepy area and so she was like okay I'll come and do that so she had crystal bowls and she had all these things and so we did this whole ceremony thing and I was laying on the floor and um all of a sudden in the middle of it I hear the creaking of the stairs 
and like it was like the door opened and somebody walked in and I I didn't open my eyes at that point but she said after she's like did you hear that did you hear that like it's she says it's a woman and she's fine like she's harmless but she's just really curious about what we're doing here so I thought, yeah. And I wonder if it was more of an intelligent spirit or a residual haunting, right? But to be you know, curious, I would think so, yeah. 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 Like, I don't know if those businesses just failed. Maybe well, she, maybe they maybe did. She had some negative impact and used her well, energy to push everybody out. Or, yeah. Right? Interestingly, so when I started that business, I had like three other people who were going to start this business with me and in the beginning within the first like for no reason other than just you know one person broke her leg and another person in last minute was like oh, I have to move to Paris or something and I was like okay so it's me I guess I'm doing this so I started out this like hair salon and yoga studio just me and I was working like crazy and it was like every time I brought somebody else in it just didn't work well and interesting. Uh, <laughs> the screen was outside <laughs> and so I've gone through this I've been there for almost four years now and even through COVID like before COVID happened I had 18 people working there wow. and it was wonderful but and then after (laughs) covid though like covid just sort of killed everything and when i reopened after covid i reopened as just me and i was like i think i feel like this woman is trying to tell me something like it's it's you just take control of this business because every time i would try to give something away yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, the yeah, it's a classic building. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just passing through Salem a number yeah. of times. Uh, you said it's an old schoolhouse, I guess. Yeah. Is, and mm-hmm. and uh, 1860 something something like in it. Yeah. yeah, and I can remember uh, it being a cyclery. Mm-hmm. You can remember seeing the bicycle on top of it or whatever it yeah. was. But yeah. there's been a lot of things, a car shop, like a detailing shop. Like yeah, so yeah. nothing's really, store. like you said, every time you pass through, it seems something different. Something you know? different, yeah. But you're doing well? Yeah, so I let the yoga studio go, and a kind of funny story, not funny at all, for the guy. There's a guy living up there now. Oh, and He hasn't come running, screaming out of the place yet? Well, he... He has because oh. it got infested with bats oh. just this last summer. Oh, really? So yeah, oh, I, <laughs> so I hate he's got oh, bats flying around, and I was Give like, "Oh, snakes, she's not spiders, happy with you." Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. ever have bat yeah. problems, so wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had a bat poop on my head once. Oh, my grandma's cottage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, a good one. Yeah. Oh, and I was like, what is that? I turned the light on. I'm like, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, that's a message if I heard one. There's this bad hanging off the wall. And you never saw me move so freaking fast. So, well, the day that he had the. The bats, the exterminator came and locked every, or, you know, closed all the spots up. Um, Was he wearing a football helmet to bed for a while? Nobody got a big net. And, (laughs) but that night that he told me that he had everything, you know, like he hasn't seen a bat around. That night I woke up at two in the morning and there was a bat flying around my bedroom (laughs) and then another one in the main floor of my house and I lost my mind no no but I called my dad and he came and saved me at two in the morning (laughs) I've had it happen a few times at my place my my house is a very old home it's yeah yeah, 1860s too built built back then and uh, we've had bats come in um, you're never sure how they get in. Um, I don't know. But well, they're like mice. They can, they can get in through something no. like the size yeah. of a dime, no. right? But uh, my wife started calling me Batman because <laughs> I started communicating with these things. Like they would fly around and it's like, all right, settle down. And I'd start clapping my hands. Mm-hmm. And then I'd walk them out the door. 
and I would stand there outside the door and clap like my hands the like pi- that. Piper, <laughs> right? Oh and they would fly toward me, and then they would just fly outside, right? Oh so, I'm calling you if I ever get a bat. Yeah, so, like, yeah. And then <laughs> if I, <laughs> your dad doesn't get you know happy when he's woken up at two a.m. Yeah. yeah. If I'm not getting them that way, if, if they're so tired, sometimes you know they'll land, yeah. and then I go get a bucket and uh, with a lid. <laughs> Put the, the bucket lid. over them, slide the lid up, and oh, then take them outside and let I them go. I had to one with a cloth. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. No, I would just uh, I'd just rather use. I go get my pellet gun and put some uh, holes in the drywall. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, everybody that I talk to is like, oh, I just get the tennis racket out. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm too nice. I'm like, just come on, come on, come on. <laughs> come here, little bat. Yeah. I can see you doing that. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> it's worked, so. Lindsay, thank you so much oh, for welcome. sharing your stories, and uh, we had a little laugh there at the end with the bats. Yeah, loved <laughs> it. Uh, that was great. You're listening to Phantom Faction podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction@outlook.com. Okay, well, we have to thank uh, Lindsay for dropping in. That was uh, yeah, some, that was good. Some neat and then a local story, which mm-hmm. is uh, always nice. And uh, just a reminder that we're at this. Uh, beautiful Salem Frights. And we can call it beautiful, but it's scary beautiful. Scary beautiful. <laughs> uh, but people lined up you to get You can hear through. all the people screaming as they're coming out. You can, yeah. And uh, just the way he's got it set up here. That's I mean, very cool. The music, the, you know, there's stuff for kids, there's stuff for... Hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> what can go wrong with hot dogs? <laughs> yes. Right? And we had to have those. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Warmed us up a little bit because it's a little damp out there yep. as usual. Right. But what we like best is that there's a lot of people here and a lot of people that want to tell us some stories tons of people and i yes. found another victim i mean uh <laughs> storyteller right yeah, yeah. sonia here who mm-hmm. is a, an rn mm-hmm. at a, a major hospital in the, the greater toronto area wow and she's got some stories from the ward wow yes welcome and i can't thank wait you. to hear <laughs> thank you most of my stories is actually from our old hospital we've moved now into newer facilities so things are quiet much quieter there but in the old hospital i work on an adult mental health unit there was a lot of creepy things that would happen especially at nighttime. and i remember this one night i was sitting at the nursing station and i had my buddy one of the security guards with me and there was a large styrofoam uh, cup of ice water across the uh, nursing station, like far down from where I was sitting. And we were talking, and all of a sudden, this big uh, cup of ice water just comes sliding down the table right to where we were sitting. And stops. <laughs> You're so lucky. Just stopped, and we looked at that each other so like, nice. you saw that right? And maybe condensation, anything to see how would it Not slide Not on a up. styrofoam there, cup. No, there was no explanation for that one. <laughs> wow. So that was... And did you react to it? Did you say, hey, is there somebody there? Or did you just kind of go, yeah, that was creepy yeah. and like, let's move on? Yeah. <laughs> I got out of there for a for a bit and <laughs> you didn't yeah. check yourself in no go no the, i was so happy that my friend was there or i would no be really scared by myself but uh, yeah I, you kind of freeze you freeze you're like did that happen absolutely yeah yeah so that was one story i do have another one. Oh, keep her going yeah so um yes yeah, so i was working again at the hospital i was working in the constant observation unit so it's a smaller unit and we have emergency buzzers there for just uh, safety the buzzers that um, they hang around your neck so when they're not being used they hang on the wall I fall in and I can't get up exactly what they look like yeah so at nighttime we have a lot of them hang on the wall because there's less staff there so I was working by myself back there it's probably like two in the morning all of a sudden there's about probably 15 of them hanging on the wall started swinging back and forth, oh, no. back and forth like a pendulum. And I was just like, okay, there's no explanation for this either. <laughs> and then as, as quickly as they started swinging, and they did it about, probably about 30 seconds, and they just stopped again. Mm-hmm. Like I said, nobody was there, just me. So that was really creepy. And wow. Obviously, because it's the mental health ward, the windows don't open. So it's not like it's, it's a breeze. Nope, no, 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 no breeze, nothing is looking. 
around, there was no explanation for that. Now, did you ever mention any of these stories to the other staff? And oh, yes. And did they confirm or, yeah. or did they say, oh, you're crazy? No, they all, they no all have some, <laughs> they, they all have some story. Or really? Yep. Yeah. My one friend, he was having his nap um, on his break and woke up with, like, felt like somebody was sitting on his chest. Couldn't get up, couldn't get up, Was uh, had a hard time breathing. And then all of a sudden, again, it just, like, the pressure released and he was able to get up. So that story I've heard from a few nurses, actually, oh, there, wow. too. Oh, wow. It's always in this one break room that that would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm, because of my work, I'm right. very familiar with what she's talking about. Oh, is there? I've been in there many, many, many times. Uh-huh. And I wish that I'd known about all the paranormal stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because I would have been bugging some of the staff. Yeah. I, I think it happens probably a lot in hospitals. They just don't talk about it all that much. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's the higher up saying, keep it to yourselves. The staff or does it, especially at nighttime when you have more time to kind of like sit down and chat with them amongst each other. Yeah. And that's usually when those stories start to circulate. Mm. But yeah, the nursing staff, we always sharing those kinds of stories. Yeah. For sure. You, know, you always and, hear stories about like, uh, there's always that one room Yes. That, that nurse is like, oh, I hate putting anyone in there because they always right. They always die after I put them in there. Yeah. Or yeah, it's a or, bad luck room. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Or there's there's a you know like in, in the uh, retirement homes they'll they'll have that one cat. It mm-hmm. doesn't really belong to anybody, but he's yep. like the building's cat, and he go like if he visits you, yep. you're gonna die. You're usually done the next <laughs> you know, day. That yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sure you've heard other stories from different levels of the hospital oh, in different absolutely. areas like if yeah. there's a child there was a child that always walked around on one of the medical units yeah child was well known to the security staff and nurses as well mm-hmm. and again at night time you just see this child wandering around wow yeah and and i guess because you're there each and every day or you know on, on your shifts you, you sort of you just sort of write it off that it's like okay i'm seeing this it, yeah. It's not like you're running scared or anything. And they're just trying to show you that they're there, I think. That their presence, yeah. It's like, you know, yeah, I'm going to make this styrofoam cup slide across. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or I'm gonna for bring anybody who's listening for the first time, mm-hmm. like I'm a correctional officer. I've been doing it since 2003. And when I was in another hospital, mm-hmm. up, up, you know, in, in uh, mm-hmm. the area that I work, I had an inmate one time at the hospital. He's telling me about his daughter who, who had passed away. And I forget why he was in the hospital. It doesn't matter. But when I looked in on him, and it was it was nighttime, I could see this little girl sitting at the foot of his bed. Wow. And I got him to describe her afterwards yep. to a T. Wow. I didn't tell him because I didn't want to upset him and I didn't really know how to mm-hmm. say, hey, you know, I see spirits and, yep. and all that sort of thing. And I didn't know how he'd react. You know, maybe he thought I was trying to get him right. worked up or whatever. But I could see this girl. That's amazing. Sitting at the foot of his bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and someone told me that your your grandmother was a, a fortune teller. Yes, a well-known, renowned fortune teller in Austria. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. In Austria, in yes. Austria, wow. That's where I grew up. So that's she did that all her life. And um, yeah, she was bang on, mm-hmm. and she had really believed in like a lot of the spiritual world and ghosts and things like that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things she always said is at nighttime, her deceased friends come to visit her. Aww. Aww. So that just reminded me of the story that you're saying. But she goes, so I always keep my feet out under uh, um, out, out of the covers because they'll wake me up by tickling my feet. Oh. <laughs> right? So to this day, I can never sleep with my feet out of my covers because I think about Just that Just in case, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I love that. So they used to come and visit her. And yeah. Then... Just wake her up like that and, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. She must have owed a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> she had a lot of friends. She had a lot of friends. <laughs> yeah, a lot of friends, yeah. So that's very yeah. cool. Now, do you think that any of her gifts have transferred over to you? good at reading people oh really but i can have i have that mm-hmm. good but not to the extent that she had had and you know what i actually wouldn't allow her to ever tell my fortune 
she wanted to do it many times really? and even before she um, passed away she really wanted to tell me something but I refused for her to lay the cards and and let me know what's well, planned for Well obviously it wasn't something bad. I don't know I just she felt wanted like I to didn't want to know. She wanted to tell you that you were going to be on a I, podcast. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What's wrong with you? I don't know. It just creeped me out. I didn't want to know. I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. As a mental health professional yeah. I have heard people say that People who have, and I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, upsetting anybody, but people who have schizophrenia or who see things, it could be possibly that they have abilities or gifts and they actually see things because we all, we know people, we've had people on the show who see things that we all can't see. And it's not just, you know, grandma who's passed away. It could be demons, yeah. devils, ghosts, that sort of thing. All yeah. sorts sorts of crazy things like Michelle DeRoche describes, right? Right, She's yeah. She's been on the show many times. Do you yeah. think there might be something to that? You know, I've questioned it before too, right? Have and you ever seen a patient's eyes change? Mm, no, not really. Or their voice? Mm-hmm. Their demeanor? I yeah, mean, like, they do, well, to, an, they're, they're, do they're, to an extent yeah. if they have uh, And if they're, like, they're having conversations, right? Yeah. Full-on conversations. Or right. sometimes I see them swatting at things that aren't there, yeah. screaming. It's it's actually terrible when they're hallucinating that, mm-hmm. that actively. But, but it made like me wonder said, that maybe they're actually there, seeing something. Are they right? seeing something, yeah. Yeah. Like the vibrational level changes in and those some, patients, right? So, And yeah. sometimes they're convinced by it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's frightening yeah. for them. And it could be very, it's terrible, yeah. terrible yeah. for them. And I'm sure they're trying to tell you, and you can't see anything, no, right? No, have to be yeah. the professional. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just like you are now in your uh, nice fur coat and your witch hat, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the name of the nurse, but there was a patient there, a lady, yeah. who was so well put together, yeah. I thought she was like a doctor. Uh-huh. And I was standing outside the room once just getting some fresh air or getting away from the 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 inmate slash patient and I was talking to this girl I had no idea that she was a patient and uh having Mm -hmm. a great conversation with her and she was rattling off facts and everything else yeah well you know have a great day yeah and then one of the nurses said oh what did she want? I said, well, who is that? Like, your administrator? Or yeah. you know? and she says, no, she's a patient. She's a patient. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And I said, I said, what's her deal? She goes, uh, she's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I swear to God. Yeah. And I laughed. And I was like, yeah. you know, the poor girl. But, man. Sure. She had me convinced. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have believed that she had keys to the front door. <laughs> yep. But, uh, true. yeah. But just the nurses. Oh, yeah, she's. Effing crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sonia, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'm glad that that I talked to Harley Quinn over here. (laughs) Harley Quinn. uh, She introduced us. That's awesome. In an Expos jacket. In an Expos jacket. You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Oh, it's a fine visit with uh, Sonia. That's right. And, that was uh, cool. Yeah. And uh, as we're roaming around uh, this place called Salem Frights, we're running into different people that all have stories. Yeah, and people from all over the place. Awesome. There's a lady out there from Detroit who uh, really? has some stories to share. And we've got Ashley here all the way from British Columbia. Ah. Yeah, she flew in just for this. Yeah, <laughs> just, just for this, yeah. I came to visit, and we were coming through, and it was just like, oh, hey. Look at that. Look at that. And Ashley tells us that she has a pretty cool ghost story, a personal mm-hmm. story from wow. uh, a work-related story, and uh, away you go. Oh, awesome, yeah. So, um... It was probably when I was about, yeah, when I was about 12 or 13 years old, I was working at a uh, settlement office in, in Gift Lake, just a little uh, place just about an hour from High Prairie in Alberta. And I was working with my cousin who just did um, like janitorial work and everything. So she decided to take me in kind of under the table for just a, a couple nights and she did night shift. So it was basically from 11 o'clock to whenever we were pretty much finished. And she told me a story that basically that uh, there was that the place was haunted. They've had many experiences there before. I was a skeptic at the time because I was just a kid, so I was just like, I don't believe in any of that type of stuff. So, so she basically brought me in, ran me through what I had to do, and she basically sent me upstairs while she went somewhere else. And the upstairs, 
Uh, basically, it was a bunch of offices, and there was like a little walkway that had a stair, set of stairs that went down into the um, daycare that they had there. And <clears throat> about halfway through the railing into a hallway is like the bathroom. And I was going into the bathroom, and I basically heard something, but I didn't know quite what it was because the building always make, made noises. And basically, as I was turning my body to go and face the stairs, um, as I was coming through, I basically saw like a figure, like an actual like, human being figure, um, head, arms, legs, but there was like the hands and the feet were all chopped off. And it, the figure was basically in like, a walking position going down the stairs into the kindergarten, into the, the daycare area. The most freakiest thing I've ever seen, I basically, <laughs> my flight or fright flight kicked in and I just kind of like backed into the wall. And you flighted. And I just, I just <laughs> stood there and stared in the direction that I saw it in and I was like, could not move for like probably at least two minutes because I was like, how I don't long, know. How long did this operation last? Um, it was basically super quick. By the time I turned, it was basically going down and then as I looked at it, it was just gone. As I fully looked at it. Was so, it a man or a woman? Could not tell you. It was basically almost just like yeah, a like a shadow. Like a shadow. So it was just like a bald head, the figure of it going down, but there had it had did not have feet. So it did floating? not have just more of a float. It was more like a float. So it was almost like almost like a shad, like a like a dark black shadow. Right. That had no feet, no hands. And I was like Shadow Man. A little peculiar. And yeah, it was basically um, down there. Mm -hmm. And actually from there I went to go find my cousin and I went to go find her in uh, the um, janitor's closet, and she told me a story that the upstairs sometimes they call they call him Billy, I guess, because um, I remember that. I'm like, why is it always Billy that people want to name ghosts? But okay. And she says, yeah, if you go and try to get into the attic there, if he's sitting on it, he doesn't want you up there. But if you can just open it, then it's like he, he obviously wants you up there. So she's like, go go try it out. So I did the first time, and it opened. And after seeing that apparition, after I after that, I kind of like looked up there, and I was like. So I stupidly went up there because I was like, and she, I, she was nowhere to be found. And I tried to open it and it would not open. And I was like, nope, okay, <laughs> down. And after that, I just, I, I never went back. Well, I was just like, so this building had a history of hauntings. Mm -hmm. do, yeah. do you recall any of the other stuff that happened to any of the other people that worked there? Or Not that? that she's like, she says that she's seen kind of like apparitions kind of come up lots of noises that she hears throughout the building but she was been working there for years so she kind of got used to them and i was just like oh well that's cool <laughs> haunted to this day <laughs> probably haunted to this day probably if it's still even there i have no idea wow. um but it was definitely one of those experiences that people are like oh i don't believe in ghosts i'm like mm, i do yeah. You see it, don't believe it, right? Yeah, yes. basically. Opened your eyes to it. Yeah. If I could see it, I believe it. And yep, I definitely, from that point forward, I was like, I'm a believer. You are a believer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been it. chasing it ever since, pretty much. Yeah. Are you an investigator? or? Um, not really. Just whatever we can kind of like see, like abandoned buildings. We kind of just yeah. like see if it's safe see to go in first and yeah. see what we can kind of get from it. Right. Um, haven't really had much of it experiences um, afterwards besides. Um, an experience with my roommate, which I was another experience that I I will to this day remember as the most creepiest thing that has ever happened to me. More yeah. creepier than that experience. Do tell. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. That's why we're here. <laughs> Living with my roommate for about six years now, and when I first moved in with her, she said that she always had like ghosts and stuff follow her, and I was like, I was like, okay, I'm like, I guess I have I've heard of that, you know, a ghost mm -hmm. attaching and whatnot, and I was just like, interesting. Okay, cool. And at first it was just kind of like weird things kind of happening, like bottles would move. And I was just like, mm, I swear to God, I didn't put that bottle there. I swear to God, I moved it, but okay. And then one time I had my brother over and he went to go get his friends and I had all the lights on. And then my roommate left to go pick up some people. So I was left alone in the apartment and we had two cats at the time. Um, and we had their all their stuff kind of was like in the, in the corner there. And I remember telling myself, oh, I need to go get my keys because I usually just toss my keys out the balcony for people and they just come in through the front, right? So I don't have to buzz them in. Just easier that way. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I gotta go in there. And, and, and much safer, I'm sure. Much, yeah. much safer, uh, yes, yeah. of course. Some serial killer. Hey, where do these keys come yeah. from? <laughs> Basically, oh, you look like them. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, oh, I should go into my room and get my keys. And went into my room and I got sidetracked, saw candy, grabbed it. 
went back into the living room and was like, oh no, I had to grab my keys. So I went back into my room and I heard my front door open and then I heard it closed and I heard my roommate say, hey. And I was like, hey, just give me a second. I'm just grabbing my keys. And there was nothing. And I was like, okay. So I grabbed my keys. I come out and there's nobody in the house. And I was like, there's Brittany. I was like, mm, Brittany, hello, he- hello. <laughs> and like her door is closed, lights off. I looked in the bathroom, the lights off. I like looked into the hallway. There's like nobody there. And then I went to my room and kind of looked everywhere. And there was like absolutely nowhere, no one in the house. And then it dawned on me that I don't think that was my roommate I heard. I think that was something else. And I had this sinking feeling that I wasn't by myself. And I just kind of like backed into the corner again in my living room with my cat. He was just perfectly fine. I was like, oh, okay then. And just kind of stared into my house and just like stood there frozen. I was like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do. That's, I don't know what to do. See, this is what you get for exploring those abandoned buildings. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Something followed you home. Apparently. Because we, we explored the, the, the Padova city that's abandoned beside our city. And there, there used to be a sanitarium for like tuberculosis back in the day. Oh, and wow. they shut that whole place down. It used to be just a little self-sustained hit, like uh, place. And we explored there when we were younger all the time. And yeah, apparently brought something back. I have no idea. Oh, could be. <laughs> could it be, yeah. But yeah, like a few minutes later, my roommate came home, and I was like, did you come home, like, at all? And she was like, no, I literally just came from up the hill. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was joking, just, right? <laughs> and so I told her what happened, and she was like, oh, so they're mimicking me now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. she, she was, she was aware this? that something she, was there? She was aware of that there's been weird stuff kind of happening in her life. She just couldn't really explain it, really. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, basically, I started smudging a lot of the house after that, and we give her our really email. We need to talk. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, because she has some interesting experience. Because we we're going to do the random nodding, um, which is basically an app that has like an intentions of like what you right. want to find, mm-hmm. and it gives you locations somewhere around you. And we did that because I just wanted to see if it would work, and it went down to one of her old houses in Kamloops. Wow. And she was like, oh, she's like, I used to live there. She's like, I actually think that's my house it's trying to send us to. Yeah. She's like, huh. She's like, I had my first paranormal experience there. Oh, I was like, oh that's cool. I was like, okay, we're going to put this app away now. <laughs> it is an interesting app. What's like, it called? Random Knot? Or? Random Knot. Like Random Knot. Random Knot. Yeah. yeah. It's basically and just it's kind a, of a paranormal it, app? It is sort of. I mean, they don't want to describe it that way. It's like intention. Okay. So. Um, I feel like intention is like death. <laughs> yeah. Right? Then it'll try to take you somewhere, like a graveyard. Or so you like, got to ask and think toward that app of, of what you'd like to find or what you'd like to, you know, and then it'll guide you to a certain spot, like um, GPS type of thing, mm-hmm. and a spot, and you go to that spot and see if you can find anything. Right? Ghost yeah. positioning system. Yeah, ghost positioning. <laughs> Basically. Yes. People have found like very weird stuff. Oh, like, well, you have yeah. to check it out. A lot of people, you know, believe in it and uh, and do this, and yeah. obviously there's been an experience there. So. Yes. <laughs> uh, Fascinating. Operating system by Satan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Basically. No kidding. It's, it's interesting. It's kind of scary, though. Some of the stuff that people have found have been like, a, like oh, oh, my. Yeah, be careful yeah. what you wish for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. If you yeah. download it, you're on your own. Don't don't contact us. We can't help yep. you. Yeah, and that's exactly what you do. You wish for something, and then you you go where it is, or exactly. it's going to attract you. or Basically. So. Very those interesting. Are, those are the gist of my experiences well, so cool. far in And life. how did you find the haunted house out here uh we were actually just at um no i mean how'd you find like did you scream like a little school oh, girl I did, or what? yes okay I did. good i did good. scream like a little school girl <laughs> <laughs> that's fabulous it, it was quite fabulous at one point we were very lost in there it was just like yeah. where are we oh, going i haven't even been through yet yeah. oh, oh you should yeah. it's fun yeah. <laughs> it's definitely worth the wait all right well yeah. ashley thank you so much You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Well, we're back, Salem Frights in uh, beautiful (laughs) Salem, Ontario. Uh, This is uh, one of these uh, haunted houses, but a a personal home. Yep. And then uh, on top of that, I mean, how gorgeous is it out there? It's you know, as as scary as the creatures are, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it is, and yeah. people are, are right into it. They're getting dressed up. Yeah, they put in they put in a lot of effort in yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. 
The yeah. animatronics, or is that what I would call them? Yeah. Yeah, like, and, and I, so realistic. And I'm not sure if he went and got, like, you know, some of those Santas, that, you know, the big Santas that move? Yep. And I don't know if he got some of those and dressed them up like yeah. ghouls, but I don't know. I don't it's, know where he, where he got all this stuff. quite the job. It seems yes. like uh, we're in his workshop here. Yeah. Um, he makes some great Phantom Faction podcast t-shirts. But there's he also makes all sorts of cool there's stuff. There's also some body parts over. <laughs> yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. Yeah. there's uh, like a, yeah. a dismembered clown. <laughs> yeah, he'll be for next year. Yeah, yes. uh, I think it's part of his display because he does a lot of the uh, comic cons and the horror conventions. Oh, okay. So that's great. And sells his horror-related T-shirts and right and the like. And I think that clown goes on top of his display. Oh, okay. Somehow. So he's kind of like coming out of it. Yeah, that's why you see that he's dismembered back there. He's uh, he's quite the talented, talented man. Uh, just uh, he's busy. and I, busy, yeah, busy guy. And I know you've done some artwork for him as well. So you designed our uh, logo for Phantom Faction, among many other things. Yeah, there's, he's got some of my stuff hanging up on the walls <laughs> in here. So, yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's still he's already. What time is it now? I mean, probably. It's 10 o'clock almost. Yep. They've already had 200 people go through. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's like another 200 or more still waiting to go in. Right. Last night they got rained out. Yes. Uh, but tonight's been decent so far. Yeah, it's, it's had a damp. little bit of rain. It's, but it's a little chilly. It kind of yeah. goes with the whole, you know, creepy night though with a yeah. little bit of drizzle. And they need the fog rolling yeah. through. Well, and there's the fog machines going off, yes. and they're, they're Stay pretty on the cool. road. <laughs> Stay out of the motor slide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll uh, we'll keep you informed if this is going to happen next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I think we'll come back again, and uh, we're finding a lot of interesting people. So oh, yeah. absolutely. The word's getting out. You hear lots right. of screaming too. You hear a lot of screaming in there. All these kids coming up, bawling their eyes out. I saw a couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, because once you're in, you can't get out. Yeah, but they're the ones that'll be going. Can we go back next year? Yeah, Absolutely. Maybe. When yeah. your son went through. Yeah, my son and his buddies went through, and they used him as the uh, <laughs> the, the guinea pig. They pushed him forward. It yeah. really is pitch black in there; like you can't see anything. All right. You got stuff oh, hanging, like, like gross things hanging from the ceiling that oh. brush against your face, yeah. and all sorts of yeah, all sorts of cool yeah, stuff. I'll just adjust that mic a little bit yes. for you. It's droopy. It's droopy. It's a droopy <laughs> mic. All right. There we go. Um, now, of the guests that we've had in here, in our little workshop area, um, but uh, one of them really related to you and spawned some stories. Well, stuff that I've kind of forgotten about, and mm-hmm. I don't think that I've talked about. Oh, you got a spider. Oh, is it a spider? <laughs> a spider hanging off my yeah. hat. And I was yeah. like, is that like an orb floating behind my head? Is it gone? It's yes. Gone. Oh, man. Wasn't that? Uh, I just caught it. I'm like, what cute, the? Right? So Creepy. It was Sonia, the right? nurse. And when she was talking about the uh, the medical alert necklaces that yep, were swinging, swinging back and yeah. forth, I was like, how did I forget all these things? And I, like I said, I don't think I've talked about these on the podcast before. But years ago, I don't, I don't even think I was married yet. So this is like 25 years ago. Um, I used to be a supervisor mm-hmm. for a security company, a big security company in Toronto. So I used to drive around in one of the mobile units and check up on the guys and make sure they're not sleeping at their posts and make sure that they keep their logs logbooks up to date and everything else you know sometimes you go get them a coffee if they look like they were mm-hmm. you know sure gonna keel over but there is a building in downtown toronto and i won't say where it, where it is but if anybody's familiar with toronto it's in the bay and bloor area which is a very heavy uh, mm-hmm. uh, financial district lawyers offices uh, yep. retail it, it's very very chic up there. Yorkville is up there. They got like the Louis Vuitton stores and like the Prada right. oh, yeah. stuff. And, <laughs> and yet historic too. And very yeah. historic yeah. because mm-hmm. the University of Toronto is all interwoven uh, mm-hmm. in and around that area as well. And the university used to have its own cemetery and it might still to this day. And this kind of brings me up with, with uh, the stories that I'm going to tell. Is there was a, there was a small office building 
very modern, very chic. You know, like mm-hmm. a lot of them now have like uh, ping pong tables in the in the lobby and mm-hmm. and beer. Uh, what do you call those? Oh, the taps. The beer taps. And this yep. place had all of that. It looked like a cool place to work. I have no idea what they did there, but we had a security guard there, um, probably from 3 p.m. till 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. the next morning like in two shifts like the 3 to 11 then the 11 to 7 and we had a hell of a time keeping staff there because guys were seeing apparitions hmm. things would go moving on them and yeah we couldn't keep staff there guys Jeez. were terrified to work there and you know every once in a while you get a guy who was kind of cool with it mm-hmm. you know, who had a little bit of yep. testicular fortitude and would remain on site mm-hmm. but i can remember uh in the so when you walked into the lobby there was like a bar with the with the beer taps mm-hmm. like all these leather couches all sorts of cool things you know barn board and paneling on the walls and slate floors really cool but it was like a mezzanine you you looked up and you could see up about nine stories. Mm-hmm. And for the first story I'm going to tell, there was me and one of the guys that I was just checking on, and we were standing in the mezzanine, and we were talking about spirits, talking about ghosts, just, just because. Mm-hmm. It might have been this time of year, too. And I looked up, and there was an, a glass wall to a, an office. It was like a boardroom. And then there was like an open level where if you were up on that level, it's about four stories up and looked down, you could see right into the, the lobby. And I think it was almost like an archive or, or, mm-hmm. or something similar to that for the, for the office. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there talking to this guy and we both looked up and it looked like, I don't know if anyone has, if you've ever seen that horror movie, The Tooth Fairy, where it's like the black cloak uh, thing that comes flying mm-hmm. down the hallway. It looked like a phantom. Yeah. It almost looked like our logo, like <laughs> our guy, without the without the yeah. the sight or sick, whatever. Yeah. And this black cloak, huge, like king size mm-hmm. mattress or king size bedspread <laughs> size, came out of this office and flew across the mezzanine and, and into this archive area. Wow. And. I was like, well, have a good night. Yeah. Time to go. And I'm looking in the rearview mirror, and this poor guy's standing at the glass looking at me, yeah. like looking at my brake lights or yeah. whatever, longingly going, please come back. Yeah. But he was like, so he saw it too. Oh, well, he saw it. And we, yeah. we both reacted to it and looked at it, and I was like, holy mackerel, what the heck was that? It, yeah. it was one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. Jesus. And, and you know, like I said earlier, I can't believe I forgot about some of this stuff. Yeah. And I mean, there's been so much stuff that's happened to me over the years, but that was probably one of the first mm-hmm. profound experiences I ever had. Right. And there used to be, like, during the course of the guy's duties, at night they had to go like every couple hours and check on this mechanical room Mm -hmm. at the very top floor, you know, check, you know, it's the menial things that security guards have to do, like check the pressure, write write it down a logbook, that sort of thing. Yeah. And there used to be the apparition of an old man Mm -hmm. that would present itself to the staff in this mechanical room, way up on the 10th floor or ninth floor or whatever. And we had one guy who saw him quite often. He was pretty good. He Mm -hmm. was one of the ones that stayed the longest. But you know, s- certain cultures right. of uh, mm-hmm. workers, mm-hmm. guys, like yep. you know, superstitions or whatever, yep. they, they'd be calling you saying, nope, yeah. <laughs> we're not <laughs> done, get me out of here. Yeah. And when she, when the nurse that we just had on was talking about the, uh, the medical alert bracelet swinging back and forth. So when the staff came in, there used to be this big pegboard or a slot board, and they all had like their their ID tags, which whichever uh, mm-hmm. department they worked in, their picture, sure. all that sort of thing. And when they left, I guess they clipped them all to this, this mm-hmm. board. And there's like maybe a hundred or more. Right. And this one guy we had was sitting at the security desk, and he was in full view of this board. It was it was maybe uh, 20 feet across from him, across the lobby, and all of the ID tags mm-hmm. all came off the board all at the same time and like shot across the floor. Oh, jeez. And this poor, I wasn't working that night. Yeah. And this poor guy called in yeah. to the uh, 
the office and said, you've got to get me out of here. <laughs> like, like begging, yeah. please get me out of here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I would love to do an investigation there. Yeah. Because it must be the ground mm-hmm. that it's built on. Yeah. Like I said, the University of Toronto is all around that area. Yeah. Um, there was a cemetery there. I think it has been moved several times over the years because of sure you know progress and oh yeah you know a new building here a new building there and University of Toronto has tons of haunted mm-hmm. uh, locations and ghost stories yeah uh, a friend of mine used to be a, a police officer with the University of Toronto and I've tried to get him on to tell his stories mm-hmm. and he's like no 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 <laughs> so yeah there there are locations specifically that are worse than others yeah and he's told me he's gone in like to do patrols and checks and you're the only one in yeah. there and you know you'll sit down to give your feet a rest and you'll he, he'll hear like chairs move and yeah. footsteps and he's like okay i'm out of here mm-hmm. right maybe we'll get him on one day i'll, I'll keep yeah. at him but uh, or even if he just writes them out for me yeah and then i'll retell them for him sure but uh yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of weird stuff hmm. you know I, I can imagine you know security guards yeah. Nurses, taxi drivers, truckers. Yeah. You know, because they work a lot of night shifts and they're yeah. often alone. Yeah, it must be a it's lot of quieter. Things. Yeah, it's quiet. Yeah. I can imagine there's a lot of stuff that they run into. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. so if you're a listener and yeah. you're a nurse or security, security or guard, police yeah. or a trucker and you've got some stories, don't be afraid to contact us. Yeah. And you know, we don't we don't often get uh, listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, contacting us to tell their stories. We had a couple, some yep. really yeah. good ones. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you got a story, yeah, or you got, or you know a friend, mm-hmm. tell them about us, and we'd yeah. love to hear from you. Absolutely. And I think even us just doing this and finding a few people uh, out there that we have. Yeah, just randomly coming. Maybe yeah. we should be doing more of these conventions and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Anybody wants us? <laughs> Send us an email. Yeah. We need a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. How <laughs> about Twisted Tees merch? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or Yale's busy enough as it is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, some stories that kind of got uh, mm-hmm. shelved in the back shelved of my in. brain. Yeah. Even that one where I told where the little girl had presented herself to me in the hospital room. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I remember going into a, uh, the lobby of a building on College Street, downtown Toronto, mm-hmm. and there was a man in a suit, and he, he looked like he was maybe in his mid-40s, and he, I could see him clear as day, mm-hmm. standing in the lobby, and then, phew, gone. Yeah. And it was like, hmm. And he was looking right at me, so it's almost like yeah. he knew, oh, well, this guy will be able to see me. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, I don't know, you know, if yeah. there was anything I could do for him or... Yep. You know, or how to connect. We need Rachel back then. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel and her Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> Jedi yeah. mind tricks. I love it. <laughs> I think, too, when they see that apparition of the, the older man in the electrical room or yeah. whatever, I mean, and that's where they can get that energy from, right? Oh, for sure. I never thought of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, would make them probably more visible or people yeah, could see them a little I more. I said, like, when they described him, they said he was wearing, like, suspenders. Yeah. Almost looked like a farmer type, like the plaid shirt. And yeah. Receding hairline. He wasn't very big. Like, you know, people weren't big back then, right? Right. Like, 5'8 was yep. a giant. And, uh, I was yeah, a giant. Then. You were a giant. Oh, <laughs> good job. <laughs> well, you did go to school in Salem in the 1860s, right? <laughs> 1860. So, yeah. yeah. But this has been a, I think this has been a pretty good podcast. Yeah, very nice, worthwhile. Nice to get together yeah. after yeah. all this time. All right. Thanks, everybody. Yes, that was great. All right. Tune in next time. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.